Thank you for your company this Friday, the 6th day of August. I'm Jessica Ramirez, Senior Market Analyst with Bell Direct. You're tuned in to the weekly. Well, this week, it's been hugely pivotal. Despite rising COVID-19 cases and half of Australia's population being in lockdown, and despite the iron ore price falling into a bear market, the market has extraordinarily seen its best gain in 11 weeks. The ASX 200 is up 1.6% Monday to Thursday to 7,511 points for the first time in history. Now, the reason the market rallied was because buying has been abundant across most sectors. The tech sector seeing a huge vote of confidence after the US giant Square announced plans to take over Afterpay. That lifted tech by 11%. Staples up by 3%. A standout in Staples was vitamin maker Blackmore's BKL. Their shares rose 4% and their shares, interestingly, crossed above their 50-day moving average. A technical signal suggesting that their downtrend has ended. And also, we saw investors buying into stocks that will likely do well when they report financial results next week. So we saw investors buying into financials like the Commonwealth Bank of Australia and Suncorp, as well as property groups like Goodman, GMG, Mervac, MGR, and Charter Hall, CQR, ahead of reporting results next week. And lastly, mining and materials sector, uh, that saw a huge step ball change. Australia reported record iron ore shipments, supporting iron ore producers making more money, right? But they'll likely see a pullback from here on in. Why? Well, the iron ore price has fallen into a bear market. The iron ore price has fallen to $171, down from about $220 about three weeks ago. And now there's estimates suggesting the iron ore price could fall to $100 US because China is continuing to cut back on steel production to curb environmental pollution. So this is why we're seeing investors take profits in stock like Fortescue Metals, FMG and Rio Tinto. So we'll likely see more volatility in iron ore until the iron ore price stabilises. If you look at the best performers in the ASX 200 Monday to Thursday, no surprises. The standouts included Afterpay up 30% after Square announced that they'll be taking over the company. That boosted sentiment in the entire buy now pay at a sector too. So Zip Z1P saw a massive jump. While the new growth sector was on trend. Battery technology, aka lithium, this claim, the limelight. Um, So some forecasts are suggesting the lithium price will at least double in four years, meaning lithium producers like Pilbara Minerals will be making more money. So this is supporting stocks. I see healthy rallies like Pilbara Minerals, PLS, which is up 14% this week. And if you cast a magnifying glass onto the All Lords, the biggest 500, the same tunes were played out too. Battery tech companies like Greenland Minerals, GGG, and lithium company Vulcan Energy, VUL, that's backed by the mining tycoon, Gina Reinhart. Well, both those stocks rose 20% each. And then also look at the buy now, pay later plays. You've got LBY, LBY, up or lay by up 29%. And the US buy now, pay that a a company split at SPT, they followed. It's also worth pointing out, Bell Potter does think 
of the smaller buy now, pay later providers, LBY is the most undervalued stock globally, uh, particularly given it's the third biggest buy now, uh, pay later provider in the UK and also in New Zealand too. Keep that in mind. Another possible takeaway to draw from these trends is to consider adding lithium to your investment portfolio based on the momentum that the lithium train ain't slowing down. So why is this sector worth taking a closer look at? Well, lithium, we know, it's a key ingredient in powering electric cars, and it's facing a perpetual supply deficit. This is according to not just uh, me, but uh, Macquarie and Credit Suisse. Remember, the lithium price has been in a bear market. It's well under half of what it traded at in 2017. But now, electric vehicle demand is increasing amid government policy changes, while car makers are increasingly going electric too to curb emissions. So expect the lithium price to continue to recover quicker than expected. Now, what to watch next week? Three considerations. The first is that low interest rates are driving market demand and also we're likely to see a positive earnings season as well. We're tipped to see a jump of 26% in earnings for the 2021 financial year. And earnings drives share price growth, right? So the fundamentals are there uh, despite these short-term lockdowns causing market noise. So if you are playing the long-term investing game, you're probably in luck. The technical indicators are saying the only way is up from here. The technicals are supporting the fundamentals over the year ahead. We saw Several technical indicators flagged this week. The market moved above its 50-day moving average. That's the dark green line on the chart at the bottom, and that suggests further upside. Plus, the market is trading above its 15- and 30-day average, suggesting monthly upside is ahead. And we're also far above the 200-day moving average. But wait, there's more. The moving average convergence divergence all the way down the bottom of the chart. This is suggesting the Aussie share market could continue to rally. Now, the second consideration is reporting season. Next week is the busiest week of reporting season so far. Now, aside from the companies that we mentioned earlier, the focus will be on share buybacks and dividends. The Commonwealth Bank of Australia reports on Wednesday, the 11th of August, headline profit of $8.6 billion is expected. That's 1% less than the profit of the same time last year. But thanks to a cracking start to 2021, the market is expecting a $5 billion share buyback to return money to shareholders. And Citi thinks, though, that this buyback will probably be around $2 billion. Why? Well, CBI, like many other banks, are offering loan deferrals. So keep that in mind. Also, on Thursday, the 12th of August, Telstra reports profit of $1 billion is expected. Now, don't forget, Telstra recently sold 50% of their mobile tower business for $2.8 billion. That means $1.4 billion could be headed to shareholders via a buyback, a share buyback. Now, the key is to watch if these numbers are better than expected you'll likely see their shares rally. So stay tuned to Bell Direct. Next week, we'll be covering what you need to know about reporting season. And lastly, for economic news to watch next week, we've got business and consumer confidence data out on Tuesday and Wednesday. And Australia's employment data for July is out on Thursday. 
And amid the increasing lockdowns, expect unemployment to rise. We'll keep you informed of the figures to watch closer to the date. And that's the weekly. Leave all your questions or feedback in the comments section on YouTube. From all of us here at Bell Direct, have a happy and safe weekend. I'm Jessica Amir. Bye for now.